welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and beer. It's episode 253, and I'm one of your hosts, Ben, joined, as always, by two lovely people. Lucy, being one of them. Hello. Hey. Thank you. And Adol, being the other. Hey. Hey. I'm the other. <laughs> but not Why like the anthropologist, the other that people use to vilify, but just That's an true. other, an just other an host. Other. Yes. Yeah. Like my uncle, Anne-other. Um, uh, wait, your uncle's Anne? <laughs> I, my, my uncle Alan, obviously my name is, surname is Nother. Mm. So on all of his things it was A-Nother. And, uh, right. Yeah. That must have been very confusing for people. Yeah, I mean, why can't I just have a, a, a normal name? Do, so you actually have an uncle Alan? Because my housemates I, were joking the did. other week. Oh. I mean, you still have him as an uncle. He's just, well, you have sure. him in the ground. That's true, yes. <laughs> yes. Jesus. <laughs> I, uh, Dark this week. <laughs> I'm tactful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's just move on. I, mean, I was going to say a r- needless anecdote about apparently everyone in this country has uh, Uncle Allen's, but it's fine. Well, I mean, they probably... I don't. No. That helps. <laughs> Let's open some beers. <laughs> do what we've come here to do and chat about uh, video games or round video games. It depends what we've played, I guess. Uh, round Lucy. square, I play them all. Lucy, I see a mug. Mm. You're on the tea this yes. evening. Don't. On the tea. Are you going to spill the tea? Being dry. Uh, no, <laughs> that's your speciality. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm dry for another week. In every sense of the word. So. Being dry. Being dry as in not drinking. Okay. So I mean, when you say every yeah. sense of Being the word, dry. you kind of think. Well, oh, not every sense of the word. Mm. <laughs> mm. Adam, what are you drinking? <laughs> Everyone's dry in lockdown. Uh, I mean, functionally, yeah, if not physically. Uh, I'm going to stop this line of conversation. <laughs> uh, I'm I drinking the beer. What was worse, the Alan talk or this? <laughs> Alan's definitely dry, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm drinking this beer, everyone. It's a beer. Yeah. It's in a tin. It's uh, yes. the answer is within the question. It's an Imperial Manchester Tart Sour by Pomona Island. Brewed in collaboration with Cloudwater, this imperial sour with raspberries and coconut will only be sold by indie retailers and is not available on our web shop. It's been a hard slog for the industry, but as a community, we're strongest when we work together. A wise person once said, the answer is within the question. Uh, yeah. And all it says is it has barley, oats, and wheat. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. But it is a Manchester tart sour. Nice. I... Uh, before in the before times, mm-hmm. I thought it was one of the last breweries I visited. In Pomona, December twenty nineteen. Mm. Your little Manchester what a tour. Time. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Why don't they like December twenty nineteen? That was over a year ago. Yeah. Man, oh. This has been going on for a while. Has now. It? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, I'm. I'm also going. To the to the north, uh, to start off this week, uh, drinking a beer from Wylam uh, called "You Can't Download the Future." It's an IPA. 
it is... Oh, hang on, which one am I going to have first? I thought it was lower than that. It's 7.4%. Where's <laughs> my other one? Why is my other one? The other one's probably a triple bend. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> but I can I see. I did not um, look at that either. I can't see on here. Oh, that's 8%. I'll stick with this one. That's fine. Uh, yes. Uh, the answer. No, that's your that's your beer. You can't download the future. Uh, my, oh, what's going on? We started off so well. Uh, the hops. Did this, we? Uh, I kept re- I keep calling back to your dead uncle. I don't think it's, it's been going well at all. The hops are Citra Leaf and Cryo, Strata T90, and Galaxy T90. It also contains the allergens barley, gluten, and wheat. Um, That's everything from them. So, yeah, uh, 7.4% IPA. When you said that you were going up north also, Mm. I was going to say, as is the new variant. Oh. Topical. Just to derail things. Even You've heard anyway. of tropical IPAs, but Lucy's pouring them topical <laughs> IPAs. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, dear. Good. What a start. Adol, how's the uh, Yeah, so what I forgot to say what the ABV was. And it was a Manchester tart sour. sour. Right. An Imperial Manchester Tart Sour, and the Imperial is definitely oh. code for it be a 10% beer that I didn't look up until just now. That's nice. Like, this is a 10% beer. Oh, uh, it poured with a little bit of head, but it's all gone now. It looks like ready purple scroll. It looks like fruit punch. Mm. Mm. It it's smells got, like it's got a quite tart. And, to it, hmm? it? Sorry? It's got a bit of Ribena to it. Yeah, um, it definitely smells like um, raspberry. Um I'm not really getting the coke. So they said raspberries and coconuts were thrown in this. Um, mm. I think the coconut might be giving it a bit of a creaminess on the nose, but mostly it's just like light raspberry, almost no beer, you know, except for the fact that it's a little more effervescent because it is carbonated. Mm-hmm. Um, it could easily just be a sort of raspberry squash Yeah, on the nose. <laughs> mm. It's a good face. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't sure about this. Okay. Hmm. But oh, this is gonna take some unpacking. First sip mm. was like super raspberry forward, also kind of raspberry on the finish. Mm. Um, but this peak of like where the carbonation helped open things up, and it, the fact that it is a beer, so it was this like peak of sourness in in the middle of sort of phases of raspberry that were just like ah yes, this is beer. Which I was hoping would be the case, because, of course, I hate it when a beer is so inundated with flavors that it loses the beeriness. This is definitely mm. a sour. It's, I would. I also agree it's a tart sour. It's actually not that... It's, it's like it's a sour, but it's quite laid back, except for the fact that it's super raspberry, and it's raspberry tart. The t- raspberries are giving the tartness rather than the sour. is still quite... So it's easily easy to drink. You're not, like, puckering your face up. Um... Um, it definitely has a creaminess to it. I think it's that coconut. Because mm-hmm. I'm not really feeling the coconut much in the flavor, but I think it's just smoothing things out. Okay. Um, now that my palate's got a little more used to it, it's still got this, like, sharp 
hit of tart. Um, but I'm starting to I'm starting to notice the malts a little more now that I'm getting used to that tartness. But each mm. sip, it's like tart raspberry, and then it's like okay. Now when it's fading away, I'm starting to notice the other tastes. That's where my yeah. palate's acclimatizing. But every sip, it's still like right. This is very much tart forward raspberry. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I'll say is, fuck me, this is ten percent. <laughs> this this is gonna go down real quick, I think. In in yeah. possibly a problematic, I haven't had dinner fashion. Um, oh, it's four forty meals as well. It's a it's a half to half to AVB. Uh, you cannot tell. ABV. I said AVB. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a few sips of this tenor. Um, I really like it. Um, in a way that it's it's the fact that it's interesting it's very fruity and tart like that raspberry tartness but it still carries the beerness forward with it mm. um and also like that it's hitting me with these peaks of like well tart explosion in my mouth but it's not like so sour it's not like i said it's not puckering my palate i can still notice all the other things because it's just this like again this like slight mild explosion of raspberry tartness and then it's like okay this is actually a pretty laid back sour Mm. as far as like the beer sour tendencies rather than the sort of tartness that is coming from the raspberries and so i think the raspberry is actually strong the tartness is actually stronger than the sourness which is good because then when that when the raspberry starts to fade i'm having a nice medium level sour yeah yeah nice um it's very good. How about you, Ben? How's your thingy thingy that I interrupted um, several yes, times? You, you can't download the future, which um, you probably can uh, in some sense of the... Words. Yeah, they're called yeah, leaks. I pre-download games. Hmm. But is it the now? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's literally just the license they switch yes. on. And mm. Beer. Almost a solid colour. Uh, the head has dissipated quite quickly. Lace is a little cunt. Fucking lace too much and spoo it all over me. Book brilliant. <laughs> um, oh no! A mild spillage. Oh, not, always not, a not, spill. not a knock. Always not a knock. Spill. Which is good. It's alright. I got a towel. Zombie radiator, so I can just, I can just use that and chuck it in the wash, can I? Um, yes. Very light nose. Very hard to discern what's in that from the nose. Just jump in and taste it then. Mmm. Ooh. Ooh, it's got a strong, strong tropical fruit flavour. But a lovely kind of malt character to it as well. Mmm. Like getting a slight. Not dank note to it, but maybe uh, I, I wouldn't say that this has been brewed that recently, but it, it kind of feels quite hoppy. It feels a little bit kind of green. Um, so I'm getting those tropical fruits, but I'm also getting this very hoppy kind of flavor coming through as well. And those fruits are quite, quite strong. Maybe a bit of passion fruit. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe a little bit of very, very ripe mango as well. Like super ripe mango. Um, 
I can't remember what the um, hops were. Citra, Leaf, and Cryo. Citra, Leaf. Citra, Leaf, and Cryo. And then Strata T90 Maybe and Galaxy T90. I don't know what Citra, Leaf. Maybe they just dumped in the leaves instead of the hops. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's nice and creamy. Um, that, that, that malt kind of backbone to it is definitely presenting with a bit of creaminess. There's no oats. It didn't say it's got any oats in it, but it definitely feels of that kind of level, like a built-out malt build in there as well. I thought you did say there were oats. Just barley and wheat? No, barley, gluten, and wheat. Oh, gluten, that was... Yeah. Um, but it leaves me... It leaves me mostly with the fruit. And that, that ripe mango, a little bit of passion fruit, as I say. It, and that, that stays strong throughout. And even now, it's a really strong, fruity flavour to it. Just with that little bit of that hop. Not quite hop burn... It's not quite a green sort of sense to it in terms of the hops. You know, it's not not dank or anything, but it's definitely strong. Definitely lifting those sort of fruity flavours. It's got a, a very slight kind of tartness to it, but I think that's more the ripe mango, um, and, and the way that that is um, sort of sitting on my on my palate. But it's very nice. Um, unlike yours, Adol, I think this might be one I sup quite slowly because it's such a big flavour because it's so strong I don't need to go back to it it's not particularly dry um, mm. if anything it's a, it's a little more wet than most of the IPAs I've had recently so I'm not having to reach for it um, at all and I, I think the 7.4% is maybe you, you could pick that up through how hoppy it is through that super ripe uh, um, sort of flavour to it definitely leaves a, a sweetness um, sort of towards the end um, so I might actually sip this this might go back you know quite slowly mm. for a change I guess I mean I'm, I'm, I'm already like three beers in so it doesn't yeah. really matter at this point does it how quickly I how quickly right. I drink it so uh, yeah I'm just gonna chill and do your thing mm. Mm. Yeah, I nice. I do notice the because it's so tart and refreshing. I sort of didn't grok the like I said, I didn't grok the um, ABV. Mm -hmm. um, but like it is thicker than you know like like the squash that I it's it's yeah reminiscent of. So you can kind of tell that it is more boisterous than say like these even these stouts I've been having recently that I've been lamenting are sort of sub five five percent or low lower. But again, because it's such a refreshing summary you know raspberry forward thing it's very easy to just be like hmm yes juice <laughs> yes yeah dangerous see unless you had three and you were in a park <laughs> um right let's move on from what we're drinking we'll enjoy these we'll crack the back Lucy uh, just to round out the drinks what, what kind of tea are you drinking just normal tea okay. normal English breakfast kind yeah. of tea. PG tips. Ah, yes. The, the, the patented yeah, pyramid bag. No plastics in that one. I don't know. I don't know what the brand it is. <laughs> I just say PG tips because it's the only one I can think of. <laughs> That's fair. 
I don't buy the tea bags in this. No, and I don't even drink tea, so I only know three tea yeah. makers. Aldi, like, I, Morrison's I, and PG Tips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really... I've been drinking tea more Okay. these days. I think it's just the substitute for alcohol. Mm, mm, that's fair. <laughs> I, I realise I drank a lot of tea during January. <laughs> just to is. keep warm, huddle over as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, instead of a 10% uh, imperial sour, <laughs> uh, just drank a cup of tea. It's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Otherwise, I only drink just water and beer, so mm. it makes a difference. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. You've got to have that, that third drink in there. I mean, I don't really drink yeah. water. I just drink coffee and beer most of the time. So <laughs> almost, uh, water's almost a bit of a novelty for me. Um, uh, see, that's why you got to get a soda stream. Mm. And then you mm. can have bubbles, but not yeah, alcohol. I guess it's that Bristolian water, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, not as good as Birmingham. Mm. Love that stuff. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, Bristol water. That's okay. northernest. Yeah. It's it's okay. I mean, but uh, so uh, to 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 try and drag it into some kind of uh, <laughs> beer or video game <laughs> conversation. Um, there is definitely a quality to the um, Birmingham breweries. So, mm-hmm. um, having had a is it Glass House I drank the other yes. day, um, and having had mm-hmm. lots of Dig beers um, previously, and coming up to Birmingham, I mean, all of them have. Have had this like nice quality to them that you you do see with say like uh, a Verdant or those those Cornish kind of brewers um, and you know in in sort of other places as well and and a lot of people put that down to to the water quality I think that's probably true yeah, for, for Birmingham good. as well like a lot of those Birmingham breweries do have a not a similar flavour but they have a similar quality to them mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not hard water. Mm. Yeah, it's I mean it's nothing compared to what North, but it's 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 good. Yeah. It's decent. Nice. That's not just because I'm used to it. Yeah. <laughs> you drank it for thirty odd years, and you're just like, ah, it's yeah. <laughs> is what it is. I mean, uh, London water. I mean, if I still lived in London and. I'd definitely be saying this is terrible <laughs> if I was born and you know raised on that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair, absolutely fair. So we will mm-hmm. talk about some video games. Um, I was going to um, sort of jump straight in um, with my very brief topic because I haven't done a huge amount over the last uh, week in terms of, of playing games. I played a little bit more Shattered. Mm. Not um, no nowhere near as much as I previously played when I talked about it last week. Only a couple more hours, and it is more of the same. Hard boss battles, mm. um, floaty mechanics that hasn't sort of changed. But again, it's linking its spaces amazingly well, uh, and that that movement through the world is is good. The linking of spaces and the shortcuts that open up, and even not even between the areas, like within each area uh, finding that gate and be like oh I can just then come up with you know if I die and I go back to that little well the mm-hmm. the, um, the, the the black sort of um, cube that's that sat there I can just come up these stairs now and I'm back you know after mm. half an hour's sort of progress so it does that very well and I will keep plugging away at that game it's definitely one to sit with and take my time 
over um, with it being sort of like a, a Souls-like sort of style game um, but um, I'm not going to talk about Outriders but I did start the Outriders demo uh, Adol, you and I are going to be playing this on stream uh, tomorrow. tomorrow so anyone listening to the podcast version can go to the YouTube uh, channel out of lives network and find probably the vod up at the weekend at some point to see our experience but i played through the prologue and i, I know you stopped in there we stopped in the same place so we can link up together and and play together essentially but the thing i wanted to talk about which is something we've touched on in various episodes is accounts random publisher and game accounts because to play the outriders demo you've got to have a square enix account Five. Or seven. Well, I imagine lots of people have got multiples now because it's mm. so fucking frustrating to, to to try and work that account out. Like, I think I've only ever signed up for a Square Enix account or what used to be called a Play Online account, which was actually a Sony-run thing back yes. from Final Fantasy XI, right? And I've had various other games like the more modern Tomb Raider games, um, lots of other Square Enix games where it says at the start, sign into your Square Enix account and get a gun. Free bow and arrow. Skin or yeah, something, essentially. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do that. Cool, why not? And it just logs in through my, my PSN. So going to do this then on the PC, I'm like, what is this? What, what is my actual account? And it took me a while to work out that it was actually tied to a dead email. Mm. Uh, well, not a dead email. It's not dead. It's one I just do not use and forward to my uh, my current email. Uh, one from when I was a kid, which is the most awful email address you can possibly think of that you thought was funny when you were like 14 and set it up. What is it? Come on. No, I it? can't. It's, a, it's actually offensive. <laughs> When I think about it, it is it is a little right. offensive. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. Huh? <laughs> Maybe not. No, I'm not going. I'm not going. Um, <laughs> You've grown as a person. Well, so the only reason the only reason I haven't closed it down and kept it back is because I don't know what is tied to this email, which is right. why I just don't use it and forward it's everything. A bunch of spam. Yeah, I mean a lot of it is really, uh, but I worked out that it was tied to this email. I then had no idea what my password was. And it took me a while to um, then get through the process of getting a new password, changing my email on that account to the one that I use now. And, I mean, it must have taken me a couple of days to do that because it gives you, you know, three tries with your passwords. And I'm like, yep, must be this one. No, yep, must be this one. And then it will just lock you out for a a while Mm -hmm. and, Mm. you know, busy life, doing other stuff. Uh, I, I came back to it periodically over a couple of days to try and sort it out. I managed to do that, forgetting my password, going through the security questions and all of that sort of stuff. And even then going, is this the security question I picked? Is this the actual answer to that security question that I set up back in like 2009 or something like that? Um, and I went through all of that and, 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 and did all of that sort of stuff. But then I couldn't log on. And every time I tried, it said, this email and password combination is invalid. Like, no, but I've changed it. I've done it. This, this, is, this is what it is. This is, this is it. This is the new shit. Yeah. And it was trying to then tie my Steam account to the Square 
Enix account. And with Outriders, I can understand why they want you to have an account because you have that cross progress across platforms. So they need something central for you to sign into to be able to exchange information, I guess, between the different platforms. So I can now go in and sign in on my PlayStation and have the characters mm. that I've created and all the progress that I've done on the on the PC. Fine. I've got no problem with that. But just make it fucking easy to actually get into. I had to and I, I don't know whether I could have just done this from the off. But when you go to do it, it brings up a Steam page. Brings mm. up this Square Enix like external page through Steam and says login password or login through Final Fantasy 14 slash 11. Yeah, login through some other Square Enix thing or login through something or tie it to Facebook or Google or something else, yeah. right? And I'm like, ah, oh, but I've, I've not got any of these things, right? I don't have these. And I don't want to tie it to Facebook because I've got an account. I'm trying to use it. So what I ended up doing was downloading Final Fantasy XIV, hmm. setting up the free trial for Final Fantasy XIV, associating that with my account, and then going back on Steam and clicking, I have an account with Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Cool. There we go. And it instantly logged me in. And I don't know whether it would have just logged me. Had I have just clicked that without tying Final Fantasy XIV to my account, would it have just recognised my Square Enix account? I've got no who knows? idea. But it was... I bet it only allowed people who actually play. I mean, it just... I bet that's what it is. It's like you could... This is a good way to introduce people to uh, um, you know, portfolio. Oh, absolutely. Um, and Adel, <laughs> you and I are going to play Final Fantasy fourteen from next week. When? Um, yeah. For, uh, for, for a few weeks. <laughs> They, they got you. I mean, it it's worked. Done. It's done here, yeah, absolutely. Problem solved. But it, it did make me remember all of the fun <laughs> I had with Final Fantasy XI back in 2009 or whenever that was. Um, but it was just such a laborious and awkward way to try and get through all of my accounts. And it, it, it gave me kind of insight or at least... Uh, thanks for several different systems that I, I now employ, like you know, remembering passwords on certain kind of like programs, and having centralized accounts for or, or, or re- retaining kind of certain logins with things and usernames with things, and having like a themed password which I've got like 10 different versions of but it's all themed around the same thing so it's all quite easy for me to try and remember those various different things like it just made me think right that's done I know it now this is what it is Google's just going to remember it for me anyway fine yeah, yeah I mean yeah I wouldn't be you know saying on the internet that your passwords are similar. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's like... I mean, they're not similar. They're not similar. Things. They're just... They're themed, right. essentially. Right. So okay. if someone goes... Oh, it's, it's obviously themed around rabbits. Mm. Which are rabbit, one, one two, three, uh, bunny, mm. man, yeah. 46. Hair, one's bunny. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. I don't even know what this... Yeah, apart from... Um, this this transfer between platforms from this Square Enix account for for this progress through Outriders, like it's not like any of the other ones where you can go. Oh, I'll click onto my UPlay account, 
and it will tell me that I've done these 20 things in this Assassin's Creed game and I've done these things in this oh, Far Cry game yeah. and, it, and it, it links all of those products I log into it and it's the most basic ass basic system just these are your details you have no subscriptions mm-hmm. would you, you have, have no characters. currency yeah, yeah. That, that essentially it's it I'm like oh cool why does this exist why has it's this because- existed why does it exist for to steal fucking, your data? It's literally So the problem is FF fourteen came out, what, twenty fifteen or something? And it, it's their upgrade to play online, which was made so that PC and PlayStation people could play FF eleven together. Yep. And the FF fourteen portal is literally coming from the same like accounts.squareenix.com place. And it's just slightly better. But essentially trying to do the same thing, like you said, which is cross-play amongst any platform that can do it. And the whole purpose was just, you can't trust the Steam account or you can't trust the PSN account because they won't share information across them. So Mm -hmm. we'll just add a layer. Um, But I I hadn't clocked that, like, because I haven't, last time I played one of those Tomb Raider games, I don't think I bothered hooking it up. Yeah. So I hadn't really considered, oh, you might have a Squeenix account that isn't attached to either of these things. Because mm. um, I have my old account. Uh, I have actually two Squeenix accounts because I made the mistake of... Um, so I have my FF11 account, Wily Kit, which is also my FF11 character. Because when you get to play as a cat warrior, you're going to be Wily Kit or Wily Cat. And Wily, you could only be females if you're a cat um, for FF11. So I was Wily Kit. Um, Makes sense. And that's the only reason I had the account. Uh, but then I started FF14, and then when a, an expansion came out, I was like, oh, I will go back to this game. So I bought the key off of CD keys or whatever, but it was a Steam key and not a Squeenix key. And so then I had to make a new account with that one that had all the, that gave me the base game and the two expansions I owned already, or but not plus the one i bought mm-hmm. um but i couldn't mesh them at all despite the fact that there's this account structure that square enix has that's supposed to solve this type of problem it's like no 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 because you could buy this without steam or with steam and we're trying to solve the console pc co-logging in problem not that we're selling it on multiple ways to pc people and fuck you if you get it wrong um, so I have obviously the Omniarch because that's my regular handle. So I, I'm I'm Squeenix the Omniarch and Squeenix Wily Kit, and the one with the higher level character doesn't have all the content because it doesn't have one of the expansion passes. <laughs> so when you when you mentioned like ah oh, do you want to go back into it? I'm like yeah I might even like grab an old character because maybe I could power level or maybe, you know just sometimes it's useful to have yeah that body uh, that you know make a new character on the server but like oh I can grab you know all that stuff and it's like oh but my highest level character because I gave up on the game real quick after mostly I think because I was just fed up with things that I had to redo those initial levels from a couple years before that I only got to level twelve which is sad because I bought a whole new game for it. Um, but yeah, I totally. It, it's so much dumber when you factor in like this type of. I bought an expansion for a game on the PC that I owned, and then it didn't matter, and I couldn't use it, even though the the publisher has their own platform of accounting. 
So I should have been able to, because the publisher doesn't accept Steam codes. So when you buy a Steam code on sale, it can only be used on Steam. But you can't associate your Steam copy with an account that exists on their platform, and their platform will sell you a key. Yeah. But you can't be like, I bought it here, and I own this. Nope. Once you bought a game on, like, once you're in a Squeenix account, you just have to buy everything at full price and not on sale from them. Or hopefully you bought it on Steam to begin with, and then you can add it to your account because Steam has a way of doing that that trumps the other things, right? It's. Well, they keep 100% of the profits, yeah. so I understand why they have their mm-hmm. own launches. But, um... Yeah, it just seems real dumb that, like, it's, it's not, not well advertised that, like. There's a way you can link your. You know, just down like Fortnite does this, doesn't it? Don't they? Like, I don't know. Uh, you... Where you, where you, where all your, or maybe it's just cross progression rather than having all your items and stuff oh. like that mm-hmm. um, being uh, available. I don't think they do that because obviously it's like platform yeah. holders want that money. So. But I they think do. if I if I, oh no, and that's the other thing. It's like I believe if I pl- tried to play if I. Uh, FF14 on the PlayStation, I would have to buy all of the software PlayStation version. Yeah. 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 Because PlayStation won't make But then if I owned both games, if I owned the game on Steam, FF4, uh, Squeenix, and PlayStation, then I could use the same account and use my character across all of them. If I bought. No, I could. It, it would either be Steam and PlayStation if I bought it on the same account, or Squeenix and PlayStation. Like, would, this is dumb. It would be worth, is what I'm it trying would to be say. worth you having a quick login to the base Square Enix accounts page because I think, from memory, there was something talking about account linking on there. Oh. So it'd be worth a little investigation into that about whether now there's a way of you being able to link those. Uh, those accounts and seeing what it is but it might just be not linking to Final Fantasy 14 accounts it might be linking a Final Fantasy 11 to a I Final Fantasy that's 14 to uh, your general Square Enix account I, I mean I don't know because I I, I, don't I, mean, care. I know I only have one um, mm. but it's a it's it's a kind of a um, an interesting point um, and, and some news I saw earlier was that Epic have bought Mediatonic who make Fall Guys, um, which came as not a surprise because Epic have been buying up smaller studios, you know, like Psionics and, and those sorts of yeah. things. Studios that have been associated as well with Sony and with PlayStation a little bit more. You know, Rocket League, Fall Guys, two very big multiplayer games which released as, as PS Plus games on their launch. But then... I remembered that Sony also hold stock in Epic Games, and that like Tencent hold loads of stock in Epic Games, and also are associated with Sony in some kind of way as well. And like all of these companies, which are like, no, this is separate. This is separate. This is separate. And like actually, they've all got their fingers in each other's bum holes anyway, haven't they? So like, mm. <laughs> it's just get it, get it together, just. I, I can understand through like competition law and monopolization why you cannot just be one big fucking company. Um, but sort it out, right? We've only just mm, seen yeah. recently 
in the last, what, maybe in the last year or 18 months. Uh, games like Fortnite pushing the way for that cross-play um, and then cross-progression also coming as a, as a uh, not even a byproduct of that, but coming a little bit later after for, for lots of things. And things like Destiny 2 introducing that and, and those sorts of um, you know perpetual online big massive games going yeah maybe this is a good idea you should be able to to take your one account that you've got and all of the characters and mm. just be able to play it wherever you want to play it, it would be consumer friendly but like how many times have you heard people say oh I bought Destiny on PlayStation I know Destiny's free to play mm -hmm. now but well but the expansions are oh, right but it's free, yeah, it's free to right pay in a book. very limited capacity, as we have found out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how many people have you had say, oh, I was playing on PlayStation, and then all my friends uh, started playing on PC, so I bought the PC. Oh, absolutely. And... Yeah. 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 yeah and... That's two times the money from every, well, not every consumer, but quite a lot of consumers. Completely. And consoles, at least PS3. 360 PS4 Xbox One generation wanted everything to be exclusive especially multiplayer wise because mm. if you want to play Battlefield or Call of Duty or whatever with your two mates and they've already got the next gen system you're going to buy the same system because you want to play the game mm. with them so it ties yeah. you in based upon what your friends have got and uh, and, and kind of you're not getting to kind of pick where you want to play. You're, it's not peer pressure as such, but you're not given any choice. And now, as you say, Lucy, it's more pro-consumer that we're having this cross-play uh, between different platforms and things. But it just—it's got so much more to go. Baggage yeah. behind it. Yeah. You know what the solution is? Don't play multiplayer. Uh, I mean, that's don't true. fucking play games. They're for babies. Yeah. Just multiplayer games. No, they're all for well, babies. I, I, I still don't know what Outriders is. Uh, I had I, never heard of the game. Would you like me to tell you? It, so. It's a very I mean, I was. Game. Is it a live it's, it's, service I mean, game? It probably is a live service game. Uh, it's very brown. Brown. I, there's lots of mud. There's. Is it a shooty it's shooty? It's a shooty shooty. It's a, it's a, a but, it's not a, but it's not a jumpy jumpy. To my chagrin, because I keep winding the jumpy jump and I can't jump at all. It's a, it's a shooter. It's a very Destiny style, but also well, it's maybe more it's co-op based. It's more like Division-y. It is, but it, who made this game? Uh, Squeenix. No, Squeen uh, people can fly. Yes. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, who would, is Bullet Storm? Bullet Storm. Mm. Yeah. Bullet Storm. Yeah. Uh, so okay. yeah, it's 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 like it's a bit of Gears crossed with sort of like a Division style game. Um, oh, but it's sort of hard to tell because no we is there loot? There's lots of loot. Is there? Okay, it's a, it's yeah. a shooter. Well, so okay. so far the loot I've found is mostly just uh, ammo connect. and stuff. But like well, we both we've only, we've only played so, we both haven't played the game properly because we played until okay. you could start playing with another person. Because it's about 30, 45 minutes of ha plot heavy, not minimal gameplay. Um, to get in, which would be fine if you weren't trying to explicitly play with a friend, and or if it was 
the game and not the demo, which I get that the game is trying to do a lore dump at the beginning and front load some things, but when you're giving a, like, demo, you get to cut extraneous cutscenes so that people can discover mm. them when they buy the game, because, like, I, even if I wasn't, so I know, like, Ben and I spoke about this off-air, but, like, it was really frustrating because it was, like, get to the point where I can then stop playing so I can wait for Ben, and that's a unique circumstance but overall it's like i spent 45 minutes playing not a lot and when there was combat it was very clearly like very easy mm. uh to the point where i was like oh i got a message and i just checked it without even going into cover on this cover based shooter because like i'm not gonna die um like and that's fine for a tutorial but then when it's wrapped around 10 15 minutes of cutscenes. On either end of this dumbass gameplay, it's like, well, I, 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 the systems you're introducing are interesting. I assume all the enemies will be smarter and harder to beat when the game proper starts. But now you're just making me think, meh. Mm. So, so have they actually like put the first part of the game? Yeah. So, demo so is? demo is is oh. not the right first word. few hours. Beta, basically, it's not a beta and it's not a demo. It is the first wow. so so the game also um uh like goes up in tiers so you've got this big world to be able to play through but you can play it on like and it's it's their difficulties right so tier one is easy tier two is like normal or medium tier three is not that difficult and this goes all the way up to tier 15 i think for the game and the first five tiers are unlocked in this portion but it's basically the beginning of the game it's the first five tiers and up to like level seven and it's locked into a, a very a certain region of the bigger world for you to be able to kind of play and experience and you can when the game releases if we purchase the game we mm. can just start from the position that we have got to so we haven't got to go through what's it called again i want to go outriders all one word. So we haven't got to go through any of the, um, you know, we haven't got to go through any of those cutscenes again. We haven't got to do any of that prologue sort of stuff. When's it? Do you so, remember when its release date is? Because it's the first of April, I think. Yeah, because I was gonna say because if it's much further than that, I would be annoyed mm. because I would not remember. Yeah. And then have to go through the the thing that I should be happy to go through in the actual game, but I didn't. Because I was annoyed because it was like, yeah, it's just, I think an, uh, it's an unbalanced notion of a demo f just because they're doing a lot of world building in the beginning of this game, mm -hmm. which in and of itself is fine, right? Like, I've, there's no problem with world building in the front of a game, but when it's your demo on a multiplayer game, etc., and you're sort of forced to do it, and then your concession is, well, in a month and a half... If you buy the game, you won't have to sit through this <sighs> again. It's just, it's an odd trade-off. Yeah, I, I looked at some gameplay, because uh, I've never seen this game, and I just saw... I just went to anywhere in the video, I was like, let me just get to this. Mm. And I saw a Destiny menu with, like, a cursor in it, and I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I think I've heard enough. <laughs> we will... I think I'm tired, you know, I think I'm we'll, we'll see, we'll see how well seconds. it holds us. Uh, you know, the amount of times in both the Division and the Division 2 that, that, that we 
played together a little and got to do stuff and obviously life gets in the way of these sorts of things but Outriders very much suggests that it is a <clears throat> like a single person game so there's a there's a narrative through uh, and all of this sort of stuff but you can you can it's a, like a co-op narrative game rather than it being a multiplayer yeah. perpetual world type of thing um, they're trying to change that very slightly and who knows whether they're going to be successful in that um, based on the idea that you go through tiers so you're playing through the same areas just slightly harder when you jump mm. up through different tiers and things like that um, yeah. but you know those kinds of games which on paper sound fantastic just haven't at least for me held me long enough to, to, to do a huge amount in. If you, if you told me this was Destiny, I'd 100% believe you. Um, just looking at the video. But you think it's weird that they have, uh, It's because Square Enix have um, the Marvels game. And that was they do. A bit of a damp yes. squib. Um, like, do you see them? Like, I don't know what the development on this game is or how much. You know, of squaring mm. budget it, it, it accounts for, but do you think those two are, you know, compatible to have running at the same time? And just think, I mean, I mean they clearly different. must have because yeah. they were co-developed, right? Like these things take years to make, and if this is coming yeah. out now, and Marvel's TM, the Avengers came out last year then we know that they but i i mean also but crystal dynamics made avengers right yeah, yeah. um and that it just seems weird having two things in your portfolio there uh so i think yeah bank. i mean i do think that part of it is that um they i think they cater to different audiences the two games just from what i've seen this feels more yeah. avengers seems more like Hey, you like this property? Play a game with or without your friends or whatever. Um, and this seems to try seems to be trying to give some world building and some lore in the same way Destiny does, in the sense of like there's a world, but also you're doing this. And I think they're trying to toe the line, as Ben said, of like the world matters more than say Destiny cares about it. In that, in yeah. that, in that, it seems to solo play seems to be a thing that's encouraged. Although I've read mixed reviews, depending on your class, whether that's easy. Um, but I think these things are. I think what they're thinking is we can capture more parts, more people in the market, and trap them in our service games as a service model. Because I don't think the people who want to play Outriders are the people who want to play Avengers. Spreading your bets. Yeah. yeah. Like if you don't like Marvel, here's yeah the thing for you do you think there's a world in this does well and they just scrap whatever they're going to do with Marvel uh, I think they're going to scrap whatever they're going to do with Marvel anyway because it hasn't launched well yeah <laughs> I mean like I think I'm but I don't like, think Disney this is going to be the reason to say about that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think these are separate things <laughs> they are but yeah. also okay, I, yeah, I don't know who developed mm-hmm. the Marvel game Crystal Dynamics. Oh, Crystal, Crystal Dynamics. So they're very much tied in. They're a Square Enix developer, right? They're owned by Square. Yeah, they're an in-house developer yeah. versus. Uh, I think people. People. The other can one fly is are not. Yeah. Yeah. So people can fly. Uh, made Painkiller, Bulletstorm, a Gears mm, of War Judgment. Painkiller. 
and they are currently in partnership with Take Two Interactive, working on a new original AAA title. And they are in partnership with Square Enix making Outriders. So they are hmm. an independent okay. studio who are looking for support and funding for various projects. And they have linked up with these things. And I guess it's more Square Enix's um, decision that they went, yeah, this will complement, I guess, our portfolio. It's, it, it, it is a maybe not quite a live service thing, but it's like a Destiny-like game. We don't have something like that. Mm-hmm. Marvel is its own thing, right? Marvel people who mm. love Marvel will play the Avengers game um, and that might pull in some other people who like those kinds of games uh, this is just a bit different I think so mm. it's, it's it's not an in-house one either um, they just I guess went mm, have, have you seen have you seen the footage of Marvel maybe we need another game to, to come to <laughs> a similar sort of thing I'm, I still want to I don't know how well this game's going to do, but just just to be a cruel, evil person, I'm putting uh, bets on that the servers get shut down within five years. <laughs> oh, five years. Oh, God, no. Any game is a service except maybe Destiny 2, now that they've made it clear that there won't be Destiny 3, because they've rejigged their way of doing it. I think they're all... Five years is a long hey, time in video games. Battle... I don't think it is. Like, Battleborn... Didn't that get recently shut down? That might still be going. You know? No, it's shut down. Yeah, Battleborn's definitely shut down now. Yeah. Oh, Battleborn died fucking within six months. I think it was. No, but I think when did they shut? That the was recent. Then? That was re- that was Wasn't that was last year. Oh, was it recent? Yeah, and that when was that? Out? Like twenty sixteen, and that was dead on arrival. So that's why I, I liked like, yeah, it. I, think... I played the beta and liked it, and I was very sad that it Overwatch beat it. Which, yeah, in hindsight, for longer than what was you the, think, um, yeah. What was the game? That was this year. Uh, Adol, you and I played it. It was like an arena-based MOBA, but a third-person shooter. Paragon. Paragon, yeah. It was very bad. Um, Looks I did, fucking I didn't fantastic. like it that much. Beautiful-looking uh, game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. January 2021 f- from May 2016. Five years on. Oh, it was this year? Just... Just, just, wow! That's what January twenty fifth. Hang on longer than you think. Yeah, I didn't think that. The, I mean, it's because keeping the server on. So I guess the thing is, I was thinking of like when they gave up all development, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 no! Yeah, no, you're talking about like <laughs> there's a closet Actual in server. in the corner that's just running the five matches <laughs> yeah. it needs to run because there's twenty five people total yes. who play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I, I hear what you're saying then. Um, but you know, I mean, this is sort of the problem with games as a service right now. I think, I think today's Jimquisition, well, today when we're recording it, um, was talking about Anthem, and it's <laughs> they, them finally giving that up. But I, I, I really hope they stop trying to do this all the time because mm-hmm. it's just this stupid half-assed, not real game. I mean, I guess it's hard because, like, if you just commit to one of these, you'll get more hours in than your whatever, like, I don't know, the um, uh, Last of Us 2, right? You'll play more game hours. You might not get more Mm -hmm. enjoyment. And you're doing a lot of that because you own the thing and you just want to play a game like this and this is the one you own. And I think that's why they get away with, keep getting away with these botched launches and 
leave a server to on and say you're not abandoning the audience, but you are because what you need to do is fix the problems and provide the content that you were going to provide, but you didn't because you had to spend extra man hours fixing the content you didn't fix. Mm -hmm. um, and and also, so long as that's... And also you, mm -hmm. you, you, you've moved most of your team onto the next project because it wasn't yeah. as financially viable as you thought and you have to then pump yeah. out the next one. Like. Yeah, and... and it, and you get away with it because as long as you made some monies, right? Mm -hmm. And as long as consumers still let you get away with this, you get to do it. Even though it's like a super inefficient way of doing a thing that no one really wants to do. The developers don't want to make a bad game or a game that is kind of abandonware, right? Like the consumers just, want a real just... good game, but that's just like the it's a market failure that's consistent that will, unless you... Unless you have someone at the top saying, actually, this is too much of a gamble. If it fails, it's just fucking everyone. What if we made a game that had a story that people wanted to play? <laughs> it's just it's just when they hold the tinfoil ball over here and say, look over here. <laughs> it's Mass Effect 5. Mm. And then everyone forgets how terrible like Andromeda was. And they're just like, just gets the... Men in Black. I mean, not even Mass Effect Five. <laughs> just a remaster. Yeah. Just more textures, more textures, yeah. more pixels. That's all, that's all they need. <laughs> it's not even a new yeah. Mass Effect. It's a remake. And it's like I think anyone who would want to play Mass Effect again has probably played Mass Effect eighteen <laughs> times already. So. <laughs> so the thing is, if that comes out, I'm going mm. to. Oh God. Probably play <laughs> Mass Effect the trilogy finally. When all everyone's hyping about it, I'm like, oh, okay, I can just finally install this off of Steam or whatever. That it's probably Origin. It is Origin. Yeah. Uh, so it might, I yeah. might not even be able to play it because Origin will have been part of Epic Games, but then it turns out it's incompatible and they just lose your library, and that's just how the accounts work. Um, you could... Uh, this is an aside, but you, you, you could play those games already. But yeah, yeah. if they got a fresh new pay of... Code yeah, the thing is, though, I don't think I would pay, spend the money to get the coat of paint, but when people start talking about it again, I might be like, right, I own this game, I'll just play the old version. Like, that's yeah. what this yeah. push for the trilogy is reminding me of, like, oh, th this has been on my to-playlist for ages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're fun. Yeah, and, and they obviously only remastered it because they've got a new one coming Yeah, at some so. point, mm. in the next year or two, yeah, yeah, they need to build that that hype for the next one. That hype? Yeah, yeah they got... Introduce new players like a new Mass okay. Effect, new Dragon Age. Um, I I tried playing the third one. It's obviously not my kind of game, mm. but I just I was just like, not for me. That's fine. Yeah, mm. not every game is. But you know, uh, Lucy. In a moment, we'll find out mm -hmm. what games are for you. We're going to come to you next and talk about whatever <laughs> it is it's, uh, you want to discuss this week. But Adol, are you ready for another beer? Yeah, I am. I uh, just oh. Uh, I need to rinse this. Tarp. Yep, that's fair. Uh, that conversation went on for a lot longer than I thought it would. I, I, was, I was ready just to come on and moan about my shitty few days of trying to navigate Square Enix's account management. It system. sounds like a headache. I would have given up. Yeah, it's like it's like I I've had issues with just launchers. Mm. Like uh, the Bethesda account was one of them. Um, I just tried to like redeem something for free. Hmm. Uh, I 
couldn't log into it. <laughs> I couldn't just do, do the simple thing of just logging yeah. into the launcher. Mm. My password was right and everything. It was saying my password was right. Like, no, it's not, because I literally just made an account. How can the password be wrong? But, um, yeah, I was just like, you know what? It's not worth Absolutely. the hassle. Yeah, you know, keep your free game. It's probably like Doom 2, which I own, which I can just download a mod for at this point, so... I was just like, you know, I don't, I don't care. Games that you can emulate very easily. Like, oh, come and, come yes. and give us all of your data to have. Even if, even if they were giving away like a free copy of Doom Eternal, if I hadn't bought mm. it or whatever, I'd have just been like, no, <laughs> it's not worth my hassle. It's not worth the hassle. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm just like, just let it go. Just let it go. It's dead now. Um, right. <laughs> Those free Ubisoft credits. Etio oh, doesn't that's need a new That's another fucking. That's another thing. But that's cr- you're leaving credits on the table. I don't mind. That's how they get you, right? <laughs> Just let it go. There's a way to find remember, all of the. You can pay 500 Uplay points to get a map to all of the feathers in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Was it I remember or flags. Flags. Yeah, I remember buying a Far Cry, something or other. Free? No, actually, I think it might have been an Assassin's Creed because it was the same price on a sale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all the same game. Uh, it was the same price on a sale on Steam as you play. Um, yeah. But because I had <laughs> accrued so many you play points, I could spend them for a 20% discount. Oh, yes, they do that, yeah. And I was like, cool, yeah, I'll do this. Never played the game because I never turned on the fucking client to know that I own this game. So just like it was Syndicate, I think, or one of like one of that era of Assassin's Creed. It was Unity that they gave away for. That they've literally given up. I think I have like seventeen yeah. copies of that game. It was, and it's also the version of Unity where everyone is just a pair of eyes. That's it. No heads at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm really wait- I, I bet, <laughs> waiting for Assassin's. I bet they set a light to uh, Notre Dame just so that we can. Like, uh. We can sell Unity. <laughs> <laughs> Another opportunity to sell Unity again. Oh no! Someone just went there with like a you know Ubisoft. Uh, to, to be fair, it's Ubisoft. So they, and just went, I mean, Woof. it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. They do yeah. what the fuck they like. I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Any reason to give away? Touch Unity. who they want. Torch what they want. I don't care. I do whatever yeah. I like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really waiting for um, Assassin's Creed Cry Engine. Mm. The spiritual sequel to Assassin's Creed Unity. Oh, oh. Let's open it. Let's have another beer. <laughs> um, Adam, what are you going to open? What's your next beer? Uh, I've got this lovely beer. It is the Big Cinder Toffee yes. Stout from New Bristol Brewery. Uh, it is a blowtorched honeycomb at 6.5%. Uh, it contains barley, oats, wheat, and lactose. Um... And that, ah, there we go. I was like, no, there isn't. A bigger, crunchier version of our award-winning Cinder Toffee Stout. Described as liquidized crunchy bars in a stout. Smooth, decadent, and deliciously indulgent. Nice. That sounds really nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was just thinking, like, the honeycomb and then... I, bet, I wonder how sweet that's going to be. Mm. But, oh, God, it smells like crunchy from here. I just cracked the tin. I, it literally smells like a crunchy bar. Man. Because uh, somewhere close to me has started, um, they had a drop of uh, New Bristol mm. 
Raspberry uh, beer, so just thought I should nice. try that. Um, I haven't had a Crunchy Bar in probably about 25 years. <laughs> really? But I can just taste it now. <laughs> They're one of my favorite beers. Chocolate, so beers, like... ch- chocolate bars. <laughs> I don't eat chocolate, so it's like when someone says, oh, Lion Bar or something, uh, I'm just like... I remember it, mm. but it's just mm. like, God, I haven't had that in absolute age. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what do you got? I, Snickers. <laughs> I am going to open a beer from Left Handed Giant. This is called uh, Breathing Conversations. So it's part of a, um, like a, a Finback hosted... Um, uh, event beer um, a global conversation about race injustice and equality to be the change we seek uh, there's a lot of flavour text uh, oh no there's not a lot of flavour text it's not flavour text at all it's actually a quote from Macala's um, novel, uh, book Natives um, hmm. why can't you just get over it it's all in the past these two statements often run together apparently history is not there to be learned from rather it's a large boulder to be gotten over Let's imagine for a second that humanity did indeed get over, which in this case means forget the past. Well, we'd have to learn to walk and talk and cook and hunt and plant crops all over again. We'd have to undo all of human invention from and start from when. What period is exact? What period exactly is it we are allowed to start our memory from? Those that. 1992. Exactly. <laughs> Those that tell us to get over the past never seem to specify, but I'm eager to learn. In reality, of course, they just don't want to have any conversations that they find uncomfortable. So that a quote from Akala uh, from his mm. book Natives, which I think is in the first or second chapter. I can't remember. I read it last year. Good, very good oh. book. Oh, um, very sort of autobiographical yeah, yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Doesn't tell me. Don't forget history. Exactly. Mm. Exactly that. Um, it is an eight percent double IPA. Um, barley and oats are the allergens. That's all it tells me that is in here. So that's it. Excellent. Interesting. Yes. Adam, we'll come back to you. I, I, yeah, I want to know how that is. Oh, wow. It really does just smell a little sweeter. Um, I think that's the lactose. Um, so it's a li- the nose has got quite sweet. Compared to a crunchy bar, which is, you know, still honeycomb sweetness, but it's got just a... Yeah, so the nose is quite a bit sweeter than I was expecting, but it's definitely this honeycomb. And there's something else. There's like a... Some hint of something else that I can't quite place. Mm. Ooh. Oh, that is... Mm. So it's a little thin on the mouthfeel. I'm just saying that um, to kill time while I... Mm. Oh! I missed some flavor text. It says, taste, like Friday, but also hops, East Kent Goldings. Okay. Oh, that aftertaste. Sorry. Mm, this is this is hitting me in weird ways. Well, in good ways. The aftertaste <laughs> is burnt toffee. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's literally what it says on sort of on the tin. It tastes like a crunchy bar, but more burnt. Um, mm-hmm. You're getting a little more of that roasted notes. It's just more, more depth than uh, the generic crunchy bar. It's definitely sweet forward with that lactose not being processed. Um, again, a little sweeter than I'd like personally, but I mean, you're having a 
crunchy bar in a can beer. I mean, you, you it'll yeah. be fine. I'm not saying it's like outrageously sweet. It's just, um, and I'm getting used to it. And so I'm getting a little more of that um, honeycomb burnt malty taste earlier, which is helping. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's like I said, a little thin because it's what, 6.5%. Um, but mostly just because it's so mm-hmm. strong. You got these burnt tastes and it feels like it wants to be full. And then the mouth feels just a little light. And I think that's why I noticed that kind of quickly. Um, I really, the fin, this is a beer I might actually sip slowly just because the finish is quite long and you get that honeycomb and you get that burntness and they kind of they're interleaved so they sort of can take their turns so you're like oh like you can just sort of tune into the finish which is very long and be like oh it's a little sweet and then you're like oh that burntness and it's just it's really enjoyable um and and it's like i said it's stronger in that burntness um but not like it doesn't taste burnt but it's just a little more depth than like a crunchy bar mm. um but it's still the same sort of ideas mm. what's this beer called again it is oh, the big cool. cinder toffee stout okay oh thank that, you that one it looks like this this man is in the middle Very of the nice cinder stout. toffees and he is stout of character <laughs> yes. i think it came they brewed it la week before last maybe yeah it's quite new i mm-hmm. believe a little lo- earlier than that, I think, because I think I bought it a week ago. Okay. Um. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm actually torn because I love that finish, but they're, they're like that more crunchy bar, but obviously not like oh, I'm drinking a chocolate bar. It's not a beer. Um, taste is really good. Oh, it, I'm so. I'm, I'm actually. Yeah. This is like my ideal, right? Where it's a finish I really enjoy, but. The initial taste is also so good that I'm like, I'm fighting myself on how quickly I drink because I want to have all the bits maximized. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's it's a little more burnt forward than a crunchy bar, but it, and I think that lactose sweetness is really helping smooth it out. Um, but it is not like drinking a chocolate bar. It's like if you, if if like a high end chocolatier was like, why do people like? crunchy bars let me make my own spin on it right like in the sense that like it's doing all the beats but it's doing them in different ways and in a little stronger in the sense of more depth that's not just like you know it's got this cheap chocolate taste and this this honeycomb crispness walk away you're gonna have a, a sugar bomb um i really like this um i'm i'm already thinking yeah i could probably swing to bottles and books mostly because like like this is a beer that uh, I've got. I live with a um, two of my housemates like beers, but don't you know like beer and will try things, but don't generally buy mm-hmm. random beers. And so, occasionally, you know, yeah. so when I have you know a craft beer of an odd taste profile, I'm like, oh, definitely try this, right? This is the thing. I was like, oh, I actually kind of want to get another can just so I can share it with them because it's very interesting okay. and just but very solid. It's still like, hey, you want a stout? This is good. It's just doing some sweet stuff, but. You're still going to enjoy it as a stat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the place that I buy beers from nowadays, they, they have that in stock. Nice. So nice. I'll get that delivered to me. Definitely do. Good. Mm. How about you, Ben? Sounds it, really good. I see you're you're supping your... Uh, I am. Uh, similar in colour to the last beer. Maybe a little bit deeper. Not much. Uh, I'm not going to spill when I lace 
Once it lasts, but it, it, it sticks around a little bit more on the on the lacing, in the last bit. But it's very very light in its nose and in its flavour. It's not a not a, a huge, hmm. not a big sort of flavour going on at all. And I feel that drinking these, even from the slightly higher ABV, it might have been a bit more beneficial to have had this one first because the Wylam had such a big flavour to it. I, I think at the moment it, this is being beaten down a little bit from that previous beer still. Um, but as an initial taste, whilst it's very light, it has this slight odd quality in the nose. And it's very, it's really hard to um, to know what it is, which is why I, I smelt it and I was like, well, I, I've got to taste it because I've got no idea what this is. And I, I wonder whether it comes out more in the taste. But when tasting it, it's like super subdued. It's incredibly light. So I think I'm going to have to just park it, park my thoughts, drink mm. it, and, okay. and come back to it at the end of the episode. Um, see how whilst the other beer dissipates from my palate and this one takes over and it starts to present a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, I don't think I'm in, a, in the best position to be able to talk about what it tastes like straight away. Mm. So I'll come back to it. I think, I mean, I've got a whole can, so I'm sure I'll know exactly what I'm talking about at the end of the episode. When we come back to discuss our beers uh, before we leave for the evening. But we'll mm. get back into our, our video game topics and conversations. Uh, Lucy will come to you um, for what you've been up to. What you've been playing, anything you want to chat about this week. Uh, I went back and I finished uh, Metropolis, which was that point-and-click adventure game, which I was um, playing pre-release uh -huh. um, at first. And, uh, my issues with that game continued throughout like, uh, the whole of it, really. Um, there was just too many, you know, misdirections mm. and red herrings mm. in that game, right. like. Um, which is just like a cardinal sin, if you ask me. If like point-and-click adventure games, like you can have, you know, weird, wacky solutions to puzzles, but don't point someone in a completely different direction and then expect them to, you know, make a leap in logic mm. and stumble across another one. Um, like one of the most egregious examples was like. Um, you needed like four or five cold things for 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 one reason or another. Cold, cold and things. Cold, cold, cold things. Like, yeah. So like um, ice, ice cubes, and ice, and <laughs> and there's one part where it's like okay, there's this tree, and then you can change the seasons, and then one of the seasons is obviously winter, and there's snow mm. at the bottom of the tree. So you're thinking, oh, snow is one of them. It was literally the last one, last cold item I needed. Right. Snow was one of them. 
and it's like, okay, collect the snow. And then when you collect the snow, the guy says, oh, it's going to melt, you know, as soon as I step away from this cold tree. Because um, it's quite warm in the rest of this building. So you step away and it's like, oh, my, my, my the snow melted. Um, so you're thinking, how am I going to transport that snow up there, um, you know, to, to, to another floor in this building without it melting? Considering that most of the, you know, this section of the game, I had ice cubes in my pocket <laughs> and those were not melting. And those were used for, like, as one of the yeah. cold things. And I was like, how come ice cubes? I don't know the properties and the density mm. of a snowball mm. versus ice cubes, which will, will melt faster, but why can one not melt and then the other one does? And I was like, okay, whatever, it's a video game. You know, there are, there are some strange things like that. And in the end, <laughs> it's not even the snow <laughs> that you need to take up to uh, this thing that, to cool it down. It's um, It still has to do with the tree, but it's one of the icicles oh. on the tree that you need. Um, and it's just a whole thing where it's like, okay, I can't... I need to reach up to that branch. The branch is too high. Okay, then whack whack this um whatever you have at it it's like okay i have a stick just whack it there it's like no i can't do that but it was just ridiculous how it's like it, you 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 let me pick up the snow you have a you know voice clip where you're saying oh uh, the snow's gonna melt it's like so surely you're thinking i have to transport the snow there. Right. that's the solution but it was nothing the snow the snowball <laughs> it's just Brilliant. like no nothing mm. has nothing to do with the rest of the game um, there was just too many things like mm. that. Like at the end of the game, you're like distracting this cat for another reason or another, and it's like okay, um, use this coin for at this bell, and then as the cat goes and you know looks at that, it's like okay, crawl over here, and you find a yarn ball. It's like okay, perfect, a yarn mm. ball. Let me throw this yarn ball at the cat, can't throw it at the yarn ball at the cat to distract it that way. You're just thinking, okay, there's only one thing left in my inventory, and that's a fishing rod. So you'd think, ooh, let me put the fishing rod, uh, attach that to the, to the yarn ball, and, you know, dangle it over this cat. Hmm, much like, um, per, like cat toys you can buy. Yeah. And, but that doesn't work. For some but also reason. seems like a, mm. a, a point and click oh. adventure. Instead, you have to go. Lucy, we've lost you. You've gone. Yeah. Dark. Hey. Oh, uh, you're back. Oh, hello. Am I? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. I don't know what happened there. Um. Uh, the devs have hacked your account because you're mildly critiquing them. Oh, Oh, this game is annoying me, man. It, it was just so annoying. And But no, instead of dangling the yarn ball over the cat, you have to go back and talk to this person and say, oh, maybe you can throw the yarn ball. It's like... Oh. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, was, it, was, it was a thing. It was... Um, yeah, and, and then I just ended up going to play Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah, I saw you <laughs> playing that for most yeah. of the day, I think. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Um, it's because I I put it on my surface and ah. uh, I just let it idle. It's like because I don't actually turn the surface off, so it probably says I've been playing it for sixty eight <laughs> hours, which is not the case. But um, 
but yeah, and I was just like, mm, maybe I should just go and play a game that you know is cozy and that I like. Mm. Um, yeah, even that from 1997, you know, like the puzzles and not as obtuse. Mm. There's not many, you know. There's no misdirections and stuff like that. Just thinking, what, why? It's like we've come a long way. <laughs> I don't know if it's like. It can't be like budgetary constraints where it's like, oh, we were going to do something with the snowball and then we didn't. It's like just, I don't know how you know easy it would be to just hack out yeah. that part of the oh, game. Yeah, it's it's right. It can't be hard just to remove <laughs> that. Just remove the object yeah. so nothing happens around it, right? Yeah, but there were some puzzles where it's like, okay, um, you know, this is a solution to this puzzle, but it's not one that you'd ever think, mm, right. you know. You've given me the information there, and it's like, okay, I, you know, like there's a, um, like a safe code that you have to crack, and you're looking at these photos, and you're thinking, okay, the first um, number in, these, in the series is going to be this one, because there's like several pictures on a court board, and like one of them, it's like, okay, she won first place in this competition. You know, she got gold in this competition. There's a newspaper clipping of how she got silver in this competition. And then it's like, okay, so that's going to be the first and second um, numbers in the, or whatever icons in the in the code. But it's like, no, it's just all the pictures where she looks sad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds just like, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> You're like you, you're pointing me in that direction, and then you're just like whoop. And then even, even so. Even with, the, with that as the solution, like not every thing in the series actually corresponded mm. to that. So I'm just like, mm. uh, it's it's got a nice art style, and I I don't think the jokes were funny, and like the jokes didn't land mm-hmm. with me, and. It's very rough around the edges. Like, like it, it, it crashed on me a few times. But I, you know, I was like, you know, I'll see it through. That's fine. And I did. It's not. It's not that long, especially if you got a guide, which I, I just did it towards the end because I was getting mm. frustrated. But I think there's just better point-and-click adventure games that you can play yeah, nowadays. And there's so many that um, emulate that um, mm. style. What, what made you, or what makes you, go back to Curse of Monkey Island? Because I was like, I want to play a good. Yeah, I was just like, was... <laughs> but why pick? Why pick that one? I was just like, why not play like Broken Age again? Um, because I, or... I, um, I've never actually finished Castle okay. Monkey Island, so ah, okay. I was just like, let me let me go back to it. Because um, I don't usually replay mm-hmm. them, so um, unless I, I'm just like, okay, I played this back in the day, but I didn't actually complete it, so yeah, yeah, I was just like that. Let me go play a very good game. Very good point and click. So I did. Um, Yeah, uh, I've heard my grievances Mm -hmm. about that game. Um, There there are better point and clicks out there. Um, So maybe go play one of them Mm. if you're interested. Uh, The other game that I played... There was another game that I played, but... Ideals also played that, but there was another game that I played, which is called Room to Grow. Oh, yes. 
which is a Steam game, little puzzle, uh, puzzle game, where you're playing as this cactus <laughs> and you're basically moving. You can extend your body. It's sort of like a a, a, a snake game oh. in that sense, and you're moving these plant pots over to these uh, particular spots. It, it, it's very, you know, reminiscent of stuff like Steven Sausage Roll mm-hmm. or um, How to Build a Snowman and or perfect snowman is hard right. to build or whatever it's called um yeah i, I was i was just I, I think the game is uh it's definitely hard <laughs> it definitely starts off hard it's like i got stuck on level nine for you know for like it's just like i gotta move on which is good because it allows you to select um different levels if you're if you're stuck oh, nice. on one of them it allows you to skip levels really as well, nice which is good wow. Yeah, so it's just like I, I I I can't wrap my head around that. I'll just skip it, which is just good. It's like, I mean, there's walkthroughs everywhere mm-hmm. nowadays, but it's just like, yeah, it's good to give people that option. But um, I think looking at screenshots, it actually looks like quite um, basic, yes. like someone made yeah. it in paint. But when you're actually playing the game, it, it looks way okay. better. Mm. <laughs> it, it looks much better in um, uh, in motion. It's got you know a nice bit of uh, animation to to the um, cactus, and it's quite colourful. The, the the colours really do pop, and yeah, it's got this weird eccentric uh, soundtrack, which is nice. I'm sure it'd get annoying after looking at a level like for ten hours, but. Um, Otherwise, it's sweet. Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. Um, I'll probably have to look at a walkthrough eventually because, <laughs> you know, I don't want my brain to be broken in a million <laughs> That's different fair. ways. So, yeah. But yeah, um, initial. Pro- there's not much to say, really. It's just one of those puzzle games you're either going to love them mm. or hate them. Um, I'm always happy to give them a chance because they can end up like. Uh, a monster's expedition where it's like this is making my brain hurt but it's just in a in a good manageable way whereas some some things like like baba is you or something you just can't see the solution and you're never going to <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah so it, it goes somewhere in between those two and i'm not sure where this lands mm, just yet right i think it's gonna stray towards uh the Baba is you camp, but um, but yeah, it gives you those options where it's like, yeah, you can skip a level and you can just immediately mm. rewind um, your last step um, all the way back to the beginning, which which is a real help. So yeah, it's good. It's it's, it's you know, good little budget nice. game if you just want to get you, get your brain in a twist. That sounds great. Good. Yeah. Nice and relaxed time getting frustrated with point and clicks and puzzle games. <laughs> getting frustrated because my brain can't understand where this stupid cactus has got to go. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad. Um, that's why I, that's why I played yeah, Curse of Monkey yeah. Island then. To de-stress. <laughs> nice. Oh. Nice. Um, good. Uh, so, Adol. Yeah, we can we can come on to you for the uh, for the end of the show. 
What would you like to yeah. would you like to chat about? Well, and now I'm curious what game Lucy was thinking I played. Um the this the 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 super hot Oh fight Tights um, and Fight Faces or whatever. Yeah, that's the one I was gonna talk about. <laughs> Fights and tight spaces. Fights and tight spaces. Um which yeah, it's got very super hotty vibes. It's um, you know uh it's very monochrome, you're a black silhouetted character uh and your yes. enemies are red the enemies are red um yeah. and then the whole world is basically white tones uh, of red as well though right they're not all sorry? they're not all just like blood red they're, they're tones yeah of red. yes i mean it's more like purpley mar yeah, mar mm -hmm. in fact the bosses are like this deep sort of maroony uh color yeah i played it last thursday because we had um some rescheduling for first mm. looks um and uh I, it's in early access yeah yes um came early access last uh, february 24th um and it's uh i it's i'm surprised lucy played it because it is a card based game <laughs> i like some card i like card based games where it's like there's an extra layer on top of that, and not just these stock animations of these. Yeah, I mean, so so cards. The, the real selling <laughs> pace uh, point on this is so it's a deck builder turn-based tactics game, um, but you are this secret agent, and your you know your decks will be premised on like super aggressive or counter-based or defensive, um, and you are you know. It's essentially like, um, yeah, it's a card-based tactic game. So, like, you've got the grid of squares you're on. You can see mm. where all your enemies are. What You can just hover over your enemies, and it says they're going to do this, and the range of this is that. So, therefore, if someone is in their range, they will attack them. If it's you or someone else, they'll attack them. Um, and then you get to play your cards. You have, you know, three mana, essentially, right? I think, um, And you also have a combo meter, so certain yeah. cards you can use up your combo meter every time you move a square it goes down in a combo meter which is a thing it didn't quite tell you there's a couple things that because it's early access you can forgive but it like does a good job overall of giving you direction on what means what but then there's some gaps that are sort of frustrating to figure out that that's not how that works because it gave you a incomplete description mm. But overall, uh, you know, it, it was it was fu it's fun, um, and then like I said, so you know, it's a lot of dodging or like blocking and then countering, uh, and then at the end of a level, it does the super hot thing without the quickness or the overlay with super hot, and, and that is you can choose to replay the level and then it'll do all of the moves, kind mm -hmm. of cinematically. So there's like a baseline view. It's sort of pseudo isometric. And then you can hit Q and E to rotate in like ninety degree chunks um, around. Oh, I didn't do that. Um, a couple times I needed to, but overall I basically tried to treat it the same. Yeah. Um, and then when it does the replay, it has that fixed. But every time you like do a punch or whatever, it'll change the angle and have you punch the guy. So it feels kind of cinematic, but in a very obvious like. All the movement is from this exact angle, and then when you kill the guy, it switches to this angle. But it it's, it feels yeah. nice to see your moves, just kind of like John Wick Hex had, right? With yeah, it works well in that sense. I thought it was quite ironic that 
it, it, it starts up the game. It's like Mode Seven and Biffle games, and it's like yeah, and and the, and the animations in John Wick X on the replay looked so herky jerky and not right. Whereas this is because I was like, oh, I can replay. I wonder what that's gonna look like. Um, you know, a bit tentatively, I was like, oh god, what is that gonna be? Just because you know. Of the John Wick X uh, animations, but it, but but yeah, it moved very smoothly. It looked nice. Um, it was a bit slow. I, I think the thing about this game that is kind of at odds with um, its mechanics mm. um, is the fact that it, everything feels kind of slow, or it feels like you're in these very tight, melee focused, um, you know, choke mm. points. It feels like Yes, I you know, it would just be like gun food yeah. in in John Wick in real time, but it is very. It it feels a bit stilted mm-hmm. in that sense. It feels like there should be like some more. And that's actually it's a bit more heft and like yeah, and know, I think pizzazz and that to it like the animations that kind of comes across when it does the replay because so one of the things that's really frustrating is. Um, some of the things like move x squares or whatever it's not immediately clear and there's no good indication of like whether you'll turn around or back up or sidestep um doesn't it so so because so some of them are yeah, like dodge around an and that. then yeah. or move one and then it's not clear whether i will change my orientation or not it is clear if i do the sidestep that i won't Right. But if I choose the move one yeah. mode, it's not clear. And a couple times I got kind of screwed by, I'm going to move this way. And you would think the default of move would be pivot, walk. Hmm. But it's not. And then so in, what you end up doing is running right into exposing your blind spot to someone. Mm-hmm. Which once you know that's going to happen after a couple times of trying to figure it out, you're like, oh, okay, this is... Um, okay. Um, this is fine, but also when you watch the replay, it kind of ruins that cinematic replay because you're like, poof, poof, bah, bleh. and then you're like, bunny hop, bunny hop, bunny hop. Don't face anyone. Shake your little tushy, and then the guy, and then then that guy approaches you, and then you turn around and you punch him, and you're like, that's not John Wick hex. Like that's not John Wick at all. John Wick wouldn't keep his back to everyone for like a minute and a half after like awkwardly sidestepping yeah. instead of just running like and yeah, it, yeah, i think yeah, that's what makes it very clear that it's replaying the steps exactly how they were done and that you have some of these movements are non-fluid because the card doesn't say pivot or it does say pivot you know whatever the the thing that went weird was right um so I thought, um, yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I also thought the intro deck was not great. I didn't get that far in it. I kind of got trounced while I was figuring it out. But it unlocks this counter deck, which I think works really well both. It, I mean, I beat the first boss and I got partway through the next level. But also, because it was about, like, hit me and I'll punch you. It felt very much more like an action movie, right? You're like, block, punch. And, like, half of my kills weren't... were me setting up enough block that I would take minimal damage or none, but also counterattack, which just made that made the replay of the fight scene feel really fight scene right? Because mm. it's not just uh-huh. like when the other the first deck you kind of have to play of like, I'm going to just 
zoom around and punch you and not get hit. Because if I get hit, I lose health and I'll die. But then the zooming around is this weird bunny hopping stuff. And it's also inefficient. Yeah. And so that second deck <laughs> made me feel a lot better about it in both gameplay and like my abilities, but also in the replay. It just felt much more like what they okay. were trying to sell. Uh, yeah. So this is a game I'm going to keep an eye on because I really liked it. Um, ben, you watched, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, was, do you have any comments? Yeah, it was it was fun. I'm very interested in, in playing this. It's super stylish. Uh, I, I think maybe what we haven't quite conveyed from, from what you said is it's a, it's a puzzle game. Ish, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a deck-based... It, 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 it is a deck-based kind of strategy, um, but you are... I would say it's less puzzle just because because of the randomization of the deck. It is it's random. not like yes, you it, can it, solve. It is random for the deck. I think maybe people come in at the same sort of points on a level, and there will be efficiency in how you get over that. And, you know, you're kind of alluding to that in the way that you, you your movements of the character were like hopped to the side a little bit but actually it might have been more efficient had you have spawned a different card to have done something differently um, so there is a little bit of randomization within that um, so it's a bit more of an open sort of puzzle with multiple ways of being able to combat that um, but it, it it looks looks very good it's very brutal in yes. some ways, like you the know, animations you smash stuff. someone's head. Yeah. I like smashing Absolutely. people's. I like doing the knuckle thing. Yeah, I, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, I like that it has <laughs> those like, flashes of brutality, <laughs> and then you're like, right, now I can sit back, I can assess what I've got, I can assess where everyone yeah. is, and I can kind of chill out. And it, it, it is John Wick, but on a very slow burn assess what you're doing kind of way and uh, I mean for me brilliant yeah I, 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 I want high action but I also want it to be slow because I am an old slow human these days and, I mean, and I my, think my twitch reactions are nowhere near what they used to be so to have that moment to assess and organise is, is, is really good I mean, I'll, I'll build on that, and I think like it's a it, it is a strategy game. I would hesitate Ooh, on puzzle mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. because strategy part of it yeah. is very like slay the slay the spire like because certain you, you know you go to a gym on so basically you start uh, a level or right and there's going to be a branching tree of path to the boss, and that'll have different locations you can choose to fight in like bar like like the street fighting one the first level is like bar restaurant alleyway etc and then you go to a prison it's like you know whatever but there's also gyms which allow you to upgrade or buy cards and then medics which allow you to heal yes. um and then there's the boss fight mm. um and this um this means you can plan your paths and, and sort of switch it because it's sort of branching but re-looping. Um, so, so there's that. There's also, like, you earn money, which allows you to upgrade cards. And so, like, the, it is very much like uh, a roguelike card deck-building game in the sense of, like, mm -hmm. uh, you get certain power-ups that, like, 
are essentially like artifacts in other deck building games that sort of are persistent on your runs. But other than that, it's just like I start with a stock deck. And then I choose which cards to add to it, and maybe sometimes if I can afford it to get rid of, and which ones to upgrade. And because it's the deck is doing all the work, so yeah, RNG might fuck you, or you're like, oh, I, I have no counter moves, and just move, like, I just have moves, so I need to dodge around for yeah. an entire turn cycle, and then hope I will either get counter and punch, or just enough counters that I can survive, and then it's going to suck, because all I have is punches, so if I punch them, they'll punch me, and it's just a bad fight, and that's just the way it is, and that's why... If, it, it feels much more like a strategy game than a puzzle game because there isn't a you aren't guaranteed to be unscathed no matter how good mm -hmm. your deck is because the rng might just screw yeah. you um but that's also why I, I mean i like card based games i mean i've been play i've played what monster train and a couple other ones neoverse uh lately and yeah. this what feels really tight for an early access game uh like i said there was yeah, just a couple tooltipy things that once I knew I was kind of prepared for. Um, there's also like one class of mob um, does an auto attack and they're just like, if someone comes in range, they'll attack. And you're like, okay, cool. I'll put a guy in front of him. Didn't get hit. And you're like, I don't. And then I like punch someone else and then they punched me. And it was like, I don't understand what auto attack means. And I had to like go through several fights to figure out by kind of trial and error and just paying attention of now he's punched me. Okay, that's what this means. But again, it's early access, and I think that's um, that's fine. And I hope they, they polish that part up because it that it sucks when you're like, I've made this strategic plan based on all the information on the table, but I didn't understand that, that this information didn't quite mean this. Like That's when you get a feel bad because it's a strategy game. Mm. It's not about Twitch reactions. So when you have looked at everything like this is what i will do and i shouldn't get hit and then you get hit immediately <laughs> like what the fuck and then you realize it's because the game told yeah. you a thing that you didn't understand was the thing not i misplayed the order or whatever like that's when feel bads come with these games is when you feel like you had all the information in the world and and you didn't versus i had all the information in the world i still didn't know how to fi figure it out and then i get hit right like that's just me failing the strategy mm -hmm. um but yeah, I really liked it. I um, I also yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely, pro I'll probably go yeah. back to it. Um, I can't remember when it's supposed to release. Mm. Oh, so they just have the early access release date, but I don't think they're okay. They've said it may not be a roadmap. Yeah, I don't. But yeah, yeah, I I I played the demo for this on Steam last year, and mm. um, there's also a demo on xbox oh, i didn't realize yeah, it was I, an xbox I, game I as really well. yeah xbox game preview mm. which lets you play for an hour for mm. free basically and then you have to uh buy the game so it's on early access there as well but yeah it's it, it, I, I, as you say deck building games are not usually my jam but um the yeah, just the whole style and um, package that it's in just makes it way more yeah. intriguing to me. Totally, Good. yeah. Um, it's but yeah, promising uh, so far. So I'll I'll, I'll also keep it. Nice. Keep an eye on it. Just to give some information from the Steam page, um, hmm. under early access with with all early access games, they have like a Q and A underneath. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Approximately, how long will this game be in early access? Likely less than a year is the answer to that. Okay. Um, I mean, so that's like winter 
fall at the earliest yeah. then right? yeah so so maybe maybe yeah holiday 2021 roughly if not yeah. perhaps first quarter 2022 um, and there's lots of information. You go to the Steam page. There's there's lots of information about the early access yep, and what's and included and, and and what may differ in the full release of the game as well. I mean, the thing that intrigues me the most is uh, is a thing that's on the menu that isn't um, in the game right now, which is the daily challenge. I was really curious what that would be. Yeah, yeah. and I I think it's probably like um, Hitman. Deus Ex. Same thing, right? The, those Deus Ex those Squeenix. <laughs> Um, go games right where there's like a map and you have a leaderboard um, what I like it about that is it's like but it's a deck building game so so that so I feel like the daily challenge might be more akin to a puzzle game because then mm. it might be like you have this deck set number of cards and maybe yeah. you, maybe they give you the starting hand and then it's like can you maximize this the fewest number of yeah. games yeah um, which would be a really interesting way to use the same mechanics, but have a very different type of gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. then the RNG is out, then you're then you're optimizing versus this very different game, which is like, okay, my hand is this now, and if you're really good at these card games, you're like, I'm paying attention to my discard pile, and I know that these cards are still left in my deck. I never do this. I some people might. I never. Yeah. No. Um, it's like counting. Cards and oh, poker. so like, yeah, no. so that is that's actually brings me to the la- the the my biggest critique when I was playing it was I actually had to restart the tutorial because I opened the discard pile and it was like can't leave, fuck, clicked all the things. Oh, I swear I tried bug? all the things. Um, it turns out later I realized that you could right click to to right click anywhere and the discard z- splash screen goes away. And I have no idea, because I was in the middle of a tutorial, whether I tried that and it didn't work because of a bug, or it was just that, like, I didn't, I thought I tried all the things, but most, so much of the game is primary clicking on things. Mm. It didn't occur to me to right-click, I don't know, but, like, from then on, I realized I could just hit the right-click button. Escape didn't work, but right-clicked it, like, so things like that are really frustrating, especially when you have to go through, like, a 31-point tutorial again, because you deigned to reread a card right but again it's early access but that's sort of that i think it's exemplary of the like it's not quite there polish wise on the directions they give you they're just not quite there um but yeah i i i really liked it uh i liked it more than like neoverse which is an out i think neoverse is just out yeah it's out on game pass um it's less polished than monster train but a very different vibe um, mm-hmm. Much more strategy versus standard deck building game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I don't know if I would recommend it if you don't want the early access experience, but it's definitely something that if you're into these types of games, keep an eye on it until such that like yeah. later this year when it comes out. I'm sure it will. Yeah, I'm sure it will only get better. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It, and uh, kind of just to, to to round that out. Um, I think it's Paul Kidduff who is Mode Seven, who is the publisher. Uh, for the game has tweeted out uh, uh, several hours ago, so today uh, fights in tight mm. spaces early access roadmap and info is on the way very soon so tweaks, fixes and improvements okay. all coming very soon and then more and, and then on to more content so you, you mm. mentioned earlier, you know, didn't know whether there was a roadmap out there's not, 
but there will be one very soon. Uh, Someone finished the game and they were like, more, feed me. So that's to come. So uh, keep up with us. It's, It's probably a game that we will check in with every now and again. Um, as we have with a few sort of early access games that have piqued our interests over the last few years, um, one which again we'll probably be talking about at the end of the year when it's in its full release um, yeah. to see what those what those changes, what those improvements, what those differences are. Nice. Uh, let's finish there for this week, then. Um, mm-hmm. Adol, you and I have had some beers. Um, we have. I might just jump in because I'm going to talk about this left hand. Well, you didn't. You, yeah, you hadn't mm-hmm. given your full uh, thoughts on exactly. that one. I've, did I've you? almost finished it now. Do you still? I have um, finished it. No, um, that'll be interesting. It's very soft. Even even after the first beer and thinking mm, it's quite soft, is it? This bit subdued. It's still a very soft beer, but it's very very nice. It's. Even more, not malty than the first beer, but it, it, it blends the malts and the hops in very, very well. So I've got this lovely, slightly sweet, almost kind of bready feel to it. And it, mm. it's kind of sat underneath a little bit of the, the, the fruit that the hops is kind of like pushing. And it's the fruit is tropical but very very soft like super super soft and i've got this nice sweet kind of bready feel super soft (laughs) but also this um this this slight kind of like toffee sort of flavor to it as well um it's it's it i don't know you know, last year we had the All Together project, which took mm. uh, um, a recipe from like Other Half or someone like that. I can't remember now. Um, <laughs> right? And people uh, like iterated on it a little bit. And this is from Finback. But it's got that like softness of an American beer. It, it, it has that combination of hoppiness and malts that you get from an American beer you know like there's there's several American breweries which which make absolutely fantastic beer and just balance everything perfectly and have excellent kind of like malt builds and the choice of hops and things like that this is like really easy super soft um not quite an enigma in terms of the flavors that I'm getting, but it presents enough kind of like, oh, is it this or hmm? It, it kind of feels a little bit like this. Like it doesn't doesn't hit you with any one kind of flavor too much. And it was like eight percent or something. Mm. I mean, this could this could uh, apart from the um, the 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 mouth feel and the kind of body to it. You're not getting that 8% whatsoever. It's so soft. It's so easy. And it's just really, really nice. Um, nice. It's, it's, it's a beer that I could sit and drink all day, every day. It, it's one of those 
just not quite indescript flavors, but just very easy, very soft sorts of flavors, which are which is just very very pleasant. Um, mm. And as I say, there's, a, there's maybe a little bit of a hint of bready malt, a little bit of toffee in there, perhaps, um, and, and 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 tropical fruit, which I at least at the moment I'm finding hard to pick out. Like I, that may still be the Wylam being such a big beer. Um, that it's kind of affecting that a little bit, but fantastic. Uh, both beers for me this week are very, very good. And I'm going to do a Lucy because she's not drinking and say that hmm. um, drink both beers, go out and buy both beers. Yeah. They're both excellent. Uh, I don't think I have a preference. I, I would drink both beers again now very easily. Um, so I don't think I can... What a cock-out I mean, answer. Yeah. Who would do only, that? O- only Lucy gets to say that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree, but I have no I basis this. on this disagreement. This week, I'm picking both. Fair. I mean, that's a really positive thing. Uh, I, I, um... Yeah. Sorry, the cat is just can't wait for the end of the episode um i uh i liked both of these a lot uh, i also am struggling because they're very different beers mm. um the answers within the question boy do you not realize that's 10 percent? it's manages to be raspberry tarty but still re- keep its beerness which i think is really hard to do mm. and shows it's a well-balanced cloud collaboration between Pomona Island and, and uh, Cloudwater. Really excellent. Um, and then you switch to the New Bristol Brewery's Big Cinder Toffee Stout, and it's this blowtorched honeycomb is such an excellent descriptor. It just is that. It is a stout. It's 6.5%. So it's a you know medium-range ABV. Gives it just enough mm-hmm. thickness of texture. Um, but the um, sweetness that the uh, lactose gives smooths out the very burnt forward honeycomb blowtorched notes such that the thing is super well balanced um i i like both these beers you're never not going to go wrong with either of them Mm. but i'm going to give it to the new bristol brewery just because it was a little more beery um like it still had its beer core while doing something very interesting but also just to be honest it's like um those like burnt toffee malty notes were just are just very stouty and it's a thing i could easily reach for if i wanted a stout that was like maybe a little more Mm desserty while the answers when the question was still a beer like i said it's not one of these things that i've complained about in the past where it's like it's just this fruit bomb or it's just this thing that like happens to be made the same way as beers but doesn't taste like a beer although it looked like it um in the end i think like i would order a second as i said i will kind of what what clinches it for the big cinder toffee stout for me is that like i was like oh i want to share this with people in my house who are starting to try new different beers and i didn't have the same idea with the answers within the question Mm -hmm. in the same way i was still looking forward to sharing it but having the majority of it, um, it's like, hey, I'll give a taste to this second can to, to these housemates. But I'll also have a big chunk of it as well. It's like, oh, I want another one of these. And I want to spread it sort of organically. 
Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's why, despite them both being very good beers, doing sort of non-standard beer things while still retaining the core of beerness, it's the Big Cinder Toffee Stout from New Bristol Brewery this week for me, because I can make a choice. (laughs) 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 Good. If you'd like to tell Ada why he's wrong and he should have picked both beers, you can do so by going to the OmniArc on almost all of the platforms and on the Twitters. You can get me at Nova underscore 47. You can get Lucy at JuicyLuce9 on pretty much everything these days. Yes, but don't. (laughs) I'm off the grid. That's fine. That's fine. Don't. Don't shout. Uh, You can get all of us (laughs) at Tanked Up Cast (laughs) on Twitter, on Instagram. Go to outoflives.net to listen to the podcast or see our beautiful faces uh, as we embed the YouTube video. You can go to YouTube Out of Lives Network as well or outoflives.net to look at all of the other articles and listen to all of the other shows we do. We are here live on Twitch every week i was gonna say every tuesday but tuesday. we occasionally differ dependent on i what's think you would say every, every tuesday because we'll post yeah, roughly every tuesday we are here every week to talk about the beers that we're drinking to discuss the games or anything around gaming that we would like to for the week we have other shows we have geek out weekly where adol you and i geek out on a weekly basis, not so strongly, about various different topics. And this week we had David Towsey from Pilberg Interactive as our guest. So that'll be up as a podcast as well, which you can find in your podcast service of choice. We also do First Look Tuesdays, and Adel played um, Sanity of Morris. Is that what it was called? It is what it is. You played the preview version of that today. <laughs> yes, sanity. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't talk I about it today because. Yeah, you watched the vod, uh, oh, the talk chat about heights name. and fights and spaces and whatnot, or whatever it's called. It was was more fruitful. Mm. Um, but sanity Morris is what I looked at. Um, yeah, you can catch the vod. It'll be out bef- by the time this episode is dropped on your podcatcher. Yeah. Uh, um, we will be. I did get spooked once. Mm. And I got frustrated a lot. Trigger warning, Lucy. Spiders. Yeah. Only at one point. One light point. point. Uh, Tomorrow we'll be back with um, some Outriders (laughs) over uh, for the lunch break. Um, If you are listening to this as the podcast, then that will be up again on the YouTube channel or on, on the Twitch channel. Uh, as of odd, and you can go back and revisit that. And then on Friday evenings, we have Radari, who's taking a little bit of a break at the moment, and we'll be back in the future um, playing the games that he enjoys, like Apex and a few of the narrative kind of driven games. As I've said, you can get all of us at Tanks of Cast almost everywhere. That's everything. That's all of the places yeah. that we inhabit, and the spaces that we are, and the things that we do. Uh, I will say that currently, according to Discord, there are three members of this call, and Juicy Loose is currently playing the Curse of Monkey Eye dot dot dot. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you can't see my hands. (laughs) I just glanced down and I was like, wait. uh, I'm sure. Am I playing? No. 
I don't know. I mean, that's what no, Discord says. Discord I stopped be playing it. I, I stopped playing it to play um, fights in Thai space. Oh, so. Discord. Discord just doesn't know. It's, it's yeah. just the curse. That's it. That's, it's it. The curse. that's yeah. it. Forever you'll be playing um, the Curse of Monkey Island on Discord. Mm. I, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, of all the games if you were stuck a... with. Yeah, I'm going to crawl into a dark mm. hole. Ah. Um. Go play. <laughs> oh my god. The cat is sulking. I, I don't know if you can see it. The cat is literally just like sat by the door. Hey, could yeah. you shut the fuck up and open the door? Yeah. I'm just I'm just a blob by the door. Oh, so, for Dorian, we'll finish this week. For the sanity of Dorian. Yeah, yeah. For his, his sanity. The sanity of Dorian is the, the, the sequel mm. to the game that you have played very differently. <laughs> um, so, for this week, we've been tanked up. Bye-bye. Bye. Ciao. www.outoflives.net <laughs> <laughs>